Tim, I'm tired. <laughs> JP, I'm sick. <laughs> so together we're sick and tired. <laughs> oh, that's what you get for a week at uh, Atlanta at the AHR Expo. Well, you've been to the three trade shows, the World of Concrete, and then I met up with you guys at uh, Builder Show in K-Biz in Vegas a week ago. And then this past week, AHR, baby, the world's largest, well, not the world's, the U.S.'s largest HVAC show. It's a Super Bowl, what you call. What exactly, you call. the Super Bowl of HVAC trade shows. I, look, welcome to our Friday bonus edition. Um, we have had three trade shows back to back to back. Good time. We knew that going into the year that it was going to be a busy, busy January and early February. We've got wet next week uh, or a week and a half from now. Um, but yes, the travel has finally caught up with me. We do knew, know a handful of people at the last couple of trade shows we've been that uh, have tested positive for COVID. I, I just think that's our new reality when you get to big events yeah. like this. That's going to happen. I, I've tested twice. I'm negative both times. I tested about an hour ago. I just feel like I'm really congested and coughing a lot. So hopefully it's just a mild cold and I'll get over it over the weekend. But I'll quarantine for a couple of days just to make sure and keep my wife uh, nice and happy because we can watch Netflix all evening. Netflix and chill, baby. <laughs> Netflix and chill. No, I mean, it's inevitable. You, you know, over the past two weeks, we've probably been around 160,000 people. And, you know, we've... Lots of hugs, lots of fist bumps, lots of yeah. handshakes. And, handshakes yeah. and, yeah. It's, like you said, it's, whether it's the flu or the COVID or the a cold, oh, well, you deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't change anything. I, look... We saw nearly 200,000 people at KBS Builder Show, um, probably half that at uh, the World of Concrete earlier, a week earlier, and then this past week at AHR, I'm guessing 60, 70, 75,000 folks, uh, attendees and exhibitors. So you know, 350, 400,000 people in the last three weeks, um, you know, stuff happens, but I wouldn't. Didn't regret it. Saw lots of cool stuff this past week. Uh, I was glad that AHR felt like an old AHR. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, though. Let's talk, let's talk about Atlanta and the, uh, the expo itself. I mean, the actual building. Heard a lot of complaints. I've actually written a little wrap-up on the website, mechanicalhub.com. Go check it out. But um, one of the things I mentioned is Atlanta... The city itself is a very, very nice city. It's 65 degrees when we're down there. It's walkable for very the most walkable. part. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, traffic from getting, if, if you go to the trade show at 9 in the morning, and it starts at 10, so anytime like after 9, it's going to take you about 45 minutes to get there via one of their shuttles. Right. Now, you and I stayed at an Airbnb about a mile from the site. I walked twice and i took shuttle bus a couple times separate rooms <laughs> separate, <laughs> separate apartments yeah. um john's was nicer unfortunately oh um, come on now but you're right the infrastructure around the convention center is a maze of lots of one ways and a pain in the ass to get around um via well, automobile it just seems like they just plop the you know the convention center 
the Mercedes Benz is right next, right, right yeah. across the street. Yep. And then what's the other one? The American Family well, Insurance Stadium or whatever. Yeah. It is. Plus, you've got the aquarium right there, the College Football Hall of Fame. I mean, they've grouped a lot of stuff there for visitors to be able to walk to and get around to, which I completely understand. It's just, and the convention is. Look, this is like the fourth or fifth convention I've done in Atlanta in the last 20, 25 years, and I kind of know what I'm getting when I go there. It's just AHR is large enough that you're in both halls, and trying to get from one hall to the other can take 30 to 45 minutes, depending on where meetings could be. Yep, The meeting rooms are up on the B, C, and D level. You've sometimes got to go up to go down. It's just a maze of craziness. Yeah, it's not... It's and it just hurts my head to think about it because our bus from our Airbnb dropped us off in front of the C Hall, mm-hmm. and then we had to go to the press room. Usually, we would meet up with you know Eric and Andy and Heather and mm-hmm. the team, and we go meet in the press hall, and that's on the other side of the B Hall. And there's really no straight path. It's like you have to go around and go either through the show or up through a connector. It just is like. It's a 20 to 25 minute walk from where we get off to the press office. Now, that was just for us. But even if you're an exhibitor and you're trying to go from B to C, it it can be a 20 minute walk if you're going from one side of B to the other side of C. Also, Tim. uh we are very fortunate enough to uh, broadcast from the show on Podcast Pavilion um, with a lot of great podcasters in the industry. Um, when we're talking about the show floor, it just seemed, I don't know if it was the right location to have our podcast pavilions like tucked back in the sea hall where nobody really <laughs> converged. There was a beer garden next to both of them, so maybe that helped. but. I just think like maybe there's that confluence between the B and the C hall where traffic is going through or maybe in front of one of the one of the halls just to have a little more visibility. I, I don't know. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. I worry if you put it in the middle of the, it, in the concourse between the two halls, it's just too loud because it can be really loud in there with traffic. At the same time, I, I'm guessing that as a show management company, you're looking to sell floor space and you've got this large, two large pavilions. You want to put those somewhere that's not got the same value of footprint that maybe selling a booth to company A, B or C would have. So I'm guessing they're kind of ham. Their hands are kind of tied with where they put it. Although I don't think it was a horrible location, but it was a long way from a lot of stuff. Well, that's just it. You know, we had um, pulled guests from their booths who are very, you know, you know, we had Bruce Carnival from Bradford White, who was very gracious enough to give us some time, but he had a five o'clock ending appointment and then he had to be somewhere at 530. So to walk from where he was probably took him 10 minutes and then he had to walk 10 yeah. minutes back. So it was kind of a, a I think a I think Bruce and Randy were probably hustling to get back to other engagements or activities that they had. Yeah. So, yeah, just just wondered your thoughts. Just was wondering your thoughts. Yeah, it it wasn't ideal, but I sometimes I think, you know, that varies from 
conference hall to con- convention yeah. center to convention center. Some are more yeah. conducive to having yep. uh, locations that are more centrally located. So eh, hopefully in Chicago, it'll be better. What about like a like suspended from the ceilings? There's like a stage where we you know we all kind of climb a ladder to get to. <laughs> now you're thinking ish. Well, you know some booths. I mean, I know there are booths that have like upstairs, you know, like private meeting rooms and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm there were onto something, John. There were some companies that were doing in booth videos. I, I don't know. Maybe we start doing more podcasts from our booth. Yeah. Well, that that yeah, that's something separate that we need to discuss. But um, it's just interesting the the old you know the how everything is put together and puzzled together and pieced together as far as you know the Stevens family and Nicole. I'm, I'm sure they have their hands full with a bunch of stuff. Oh, they do, they do, and I they do a great job at what they do and helping create this Super Bowl for the HVAC industry. So I applaud them for all their efforts, but it is, I think some of it probably is just as simple as the, you know, the footprint for the pavilions is, is nice for us, but that's free space and they'd rather sell space on the show floor for manufacturer A, B or C. I got it. Yeah. Now let me, let me ask you this. I heard from somebody that they're kind of, um, Pairing it down to Orlando, Vegas, Chicago, maybe Atlanta sometimes. But what would be your favorite location? Well, I think Chicago, far and away, is my favorite location, followed by probably Vegas and then New York, uh, and then Orlando. But I don't think they're going back to New York. That's what I. Heard. I, I, you know, that's. I, I've heard the same, but you never know. At one point, they never were going to go to Vegas, but they eventually caved in. You know. 15 years ago to go to Vegas. Um, Chicago and Vegas would be my two favorite. Yeah. I was talking to Eric the other day about, you know, these, the choices. And he says, <laughs> Orlando would be on his last of the list. Cause he just, maybe he has something against the city, but um, the, tr- the trade show hall is it's a hike to get from one hall to the other. Plus it's like, there's not really anything close to eat or walkable, you know, you usually have to like in Orlando. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, I will I, thing I do like if they're only in the North and South hall in Orlando, you're fine. But if they add the West, you've got to walk the extension, that yeah. huge extension bridge that goes from the West to the North. And it's just a huge, it's a long walk. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I remember the first couple of times we had shows down there, you know, Monica, my wife would, say oh you guys are lucky you get to go to orlando where it's 70 degrees or whatever and one of the first times i went down there they have palm trees in front of the convention center so Mm -hmm. i took a i took a picture and i sent it to her and i said oh i just decided to go to the beach today so people may not realize we don't really see the outside of the building most of the time we're there from you know 8 a.m till or 7 a.m till yeah, typically I was on the bus at seven o'clock, seven fifteen, or walking to the convention center and leaving about six. That one time, the first day, John, you and I stood in line waiting for a bus for at least forty-five minutes, and then it was yeah. another forty-five minutes to get back to the Airbnb. By the time yeah. we got out to go to our first party, it was almost seven thirty, quarter till eight. But uh, the show overall, like you said, it was good. You started to feel like people were coming back and getting out and traveling and not worrying about the last 
two, three years of what had happened. <clears throat> so it was good. Um, one of the things I went on the last day was a social media kind of breakout session with 10 influencers. I know they don't like to be called that, but what the what hell do they want to be called then? Content creators? I don't know. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Content creators. But unfortunately, most people in the industry call them influencers because that's kind of the consumer word for them. Okay. Content developers. Eric was part of that um, event and it was, it was interesting, but it, it also shows kind of this movement. And we talked about this in the press room, you know, Wednesday afternoon with HVAC jerks is, you know, we're starting to see the swell of younger techs and influencers coming to the show, which you've seen over the last couple of years. And it's got to be a good thing for, for AHR itself to promote the brand and the shows and things like that. So I thought that was, that was a, a good event. I'm still wondering about my MySpace page and how that's going to be affected with <laughs> You Actually, you know it. what? I've, I've never even had one, so I, I just bring I, it up as a joke. I never had a MySpace. Nor did I. Nor did I. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have an AOL account? No, but I have a Napster. <laughs> Napster. A Napster account. <laughs> you know, and, and, and talking to the HVAC jerks, um, he was mentioning that, you know, a few years ago, they approached AHR and kind of like the idea was, you know, mimicked off of... Um, you know, the Super Bowl and they have media row and, you yep. know, they had, you know, guests come on and you do, you broadcast live from the show. And so he was saying that they were going to call it like podcast alley or something like that. And then they agreed on podcast pavilion. But again, this is, you know, over the last few years, the evolution of the trade show, right? So it's just good to see different things happening. You have, you know, your core central walk around the booth, shake hands, see, you know, touch and feel products and test them out, which is, which is cool. But, you know, there's other things happening to branch out or branch outward to people who can't go to the show. So it's all, it's all good way of, uh, it's all a good way of, you know, communicating with the masses. Yeah, no, I love seeing some of the uh, social media content developers. How's that? Uh, walk the show. Some of them I've gotten to know over the last couple of years that I didn't know previously. Um, some really good folks in the industry. We had a podcast. We had podcasts both Monday and Tuesday. Eric and Andy had a couple on Monday or a couple mm-hmm. on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. you know they had three or four podcasts. We had two. It gives us an opportunity to do something that you know we're able to engage. In fact, People will hear these podcasts in the coming week or two. Uh, we had guests on, as we normally do on our Tuesday podcast. Um, so it was, it was a good time talking to a few of the folks, a couple people that are contractors, a couple people from manufacturers. So really kind of you know, spread the love around and, and got some input from a lot of different people. Like I said, it was good to be back, and it was good to see a lot of industry friends that we've gotten to know over the years and just have a few conversations and, you know, shake the hands and hugs and stuff like you said. So it was a good show. Yeah. I mean, like next year in Chicago. Yeah. Looking, looking forward to that. The last time it was in Chicago, it was canceled because it was the first 
Um, it was 2021 and COVID was still rampant. All in all, I thought it was a really good show. Minus the issues with the convention center or, or the infrastructure and travel around, it was still a really good show. Yeah, my uh, Fitbit tells me that, you know, over 50,000 steps. I don't know how you get more than me because we walk together a lot of the stuff. So you have an accelerated Fitbit plan. I do. And I'm also, <laughs> you know me, I'm a pretty social butterfly. I'm running around, walking around the press office all the time. I I don't sit down much. You know that. Oh, that's true. But my, my ankle still hurts. I don't know what's going on. So it's funny. I took my uh, son to the, um, I don't know, orthopedic guy yesterday for a follow-up on his knees because he had knee pain. and I From playing basketball? Yeah, he's 15. He plays basketball. He, he played football. So he's got growing pains and just pain in his knees. So we went back, and he's like, I don't have pain in my knees. And he's like, all right. All right, you're good. I'm going to clear you. Everything's good. No pain. All right. I said, wait a minute, Doc. I said, can you can you look at my ankle? <laughs> you know, it's not all about my son here. Come on, look at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I can see it because I wasn't wearing socks with my shoes. And he's like, yeah. And <laughs> shit. And uh, he's like, no, it'll go away. It'll you know the swelling will go down. He's like, just keep moving it and and uh, moving it up and down your your foot and. But uh, he's like, we do worry when there's pain, and there is pain. So I don't know if something popped or what, but yeah, give it a couple more days, and then we'll see what happens. Because you know, like you said, next week we're back at the wet show, Indianapolis. Yeah, and we are hoping to get someone from the wet show on our Friday bonus next week, Tim. Yes. It, it- they had difficulties this morning, but that's because they were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it damn was- it. Why couldn't they invite us? Yeah, I'm I'm all the weather's not extremely cold. It's really cloudy here in central Illinois, and this is traditionally when I'm in Phoenix working oh, the yeah. golf tournament. So it's only the second time in the last eighteen years I've missed the golf tournament in Phoenix. So kind of bum, but I'm 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 glad to be home just relaxing for a couple of days while I'm fighting this bug I have. Why didn't you go to the Phoenix Open. Because of the travel over the last three weeks, I just didn't want to just at some point you have to look at your wife and your dog and say, Yeah, you want me home? Okay, I'll be home for a few days. And before we go, we did we did uh, go to some after parties and you know, we did. You know manufacturers Takeo had a, a huge event. Um I gotta just throw on it was really hot in that room. <laughs> it was pretty warm. Um, but it was a it was a nice event. It was good to uh give a couple hugs to some folks from Taco. You know, it's been a kind of a rough rough yeah. year with them. So yeah. um yeah, it was it was good to talk to Johnny. Yep. And uh Vega, the last night we were there, had a invited us to I say it was a small gathering because it was a kind of a small restaurant or bar, but it was it was it, packed. It was slamming, Tim. It was slamming. So yeah. that was Be- fun. Becca, Becca and the team from Vega did one hell of a job putting that together and making sure that everybody there had fun. They had drinks and they had food and the food man, Tim. Anytime you put, um, what is it? Brussels sprouts? Steak and potatoes. No, Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Oh, the Brussels sp- Brussels mm. sprouts were awesome. <laughs> yeah, those were good. Yeah, anyway. Were. Well, I, I'd be remiss though if I didn't if if you weren't able to attend or even if you were able to attend to HR, uh 
Go to mechanical-hub.com to read John's uh, story about HR, where we talk about some products. If you don't subscribe to our newsletter, subscribe to our newsletter. The newsletter that came out today is packed full of information from HR, specifically with products that we saw. Um, obviously, we couldn't we couldn't put everything in we saw, but uh, we may do a second. That's right. Newsletter next week with more products that we saw because gosh knows between John and I, we probably have about 45 products and press releases that uh, we yeah. want to share with our audience. And you can go to our newsletter. You can sign up. Just go to our homepage. And then I think the top left, there's a envelope. We'll subscribe. Or, yeah. we'll subscribe button. Yep. And just hit that and uh, you'll be signed up for it. And also, uh, we mentioned earlier, we did about five different podcasts. Make Trades Great Again did three. We did two. We're in the process of editing those, so those will yep. be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Make sure you listen to those, subscribe to those. Really good information from the show floor, so it was a good opportunity to uh, to get down to AHR. So. Well, it'll be nice, as I said, at least kick feet up for a few days and relax and watch the Super Bowl and then... Get back at it next week, followed up with a week in India. Well, we won't be in Indianapolis for a week, but we'll be there for two and a half days. And uh, let's get the old pumper dumper show, as we used to call it. Yeah. And so, Tim, I mentioned earlier that you're wearing this vintage Illinois uh, sweatshirt. You mentioned it to me, not the audience. I'm mentioning it right now. You should go walk down campus and go boom, ba boom, 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 boom. And there's Tim. Look at that. Look at that guy. Yeah. This is, what, this is how Tim dresses when he just doesn't feel 100%. <laughs> no, it looks good, Tim. Come mm-hmm. on. Vintage, 19, seriously, from 1998. Right on. Right on, Tim. All right. Well, JP, have a great weekend, everybody listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl and whatever your shenanigans you've got planned for the weekend. Looking forward to it next week. Yep. Prediction, Tim, for the Super Bowl. Come on. Kansas City 31, Philadelphia 28. I think it's going to be high scoring. It's a coin flip to me. I wouldn't be surprised if Philadelphia won, but I'm rooting for for Kansas City. I, I Look, I think Philadelphia should be a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, they just have all phases clicking. I think Kansas City has that one or two it players that can make the difference. Right on. Mahomes and Kelsey, I see them having a great game. Yeah, never bet against Mahomes. <laughs> well, have a good weekend, JP.